see what you hear, visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Happy spring. Ooh, happy. I'm going to scooch back from the microphone. Hello. Happy spring. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It is this. Uh, wow. I need a reboot. <laughs> Get out the paddles. Start again. Holy cow. <laughs> Two sentences keep all that. into this season. You just keep all that in there so they know we're, we're legit. Happy spring. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are here for the sixteenth season of Rescuing the Art of Homemaking from the Daily Grind from those dirty toilets and temper tantrums and Nerf bullets. My friends, we're here to help you refine this art of homemaking, and we are going to do it with some red lips from Toops & Co. and no denim jumpers. What is that cute thing you're wearing there? Well, this is actually a sweet little knitted top that I got at the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd like that. I got so many uh, memes or like there's this clip of this stand-up comedian about like buying your clothes from Costco. No, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like my, yeah, the jeans from Costco. Yeah, Uh, right. My feed just blew up. My DMs blew up with that. So and then I think like the I mom so hard girls, they have something about like, you know, you finally arrived when you're buying your clothes where you buy your food. But that's really cute. That's a capped sleeve, girl. You can only do that thanks to Tonal and all your hard work. Yep. Yeah, it's true. No, it's a sweet little knitted top, and I am so sick of wearing my wool sweaters. And if it could just decide to be warm, that would be great. I'm freezing right now. But I just refuse to put them on. We are in April now. This is spring. And I'm going to pretend like some point. Yeah. (laughs) There's some point where you have to, like, you just have to start wearing the clothing. Yeah. Like, look, we're just done. Whether exactly. we're doing this, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I don't have any pride. You know what I keep saying to myself lately in many facets of life? Like, you don't got anything to prove. What? Oh my God. Is somebody kind of right. come up to you and be like, where'd you get your top? <laughs> and you say, the grocery store. <laughs> and then they oh, don't here comes Shay. Here comes Shay. Oh, well. Shay, Shay, <laughs> who are you wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing Fred Meyer. <laughs> It's a joke. Don't, that was my runway joke or my red carpet joke. Like at the Oscars where they're like, they see the famous people coming down. Like, you know, you got like the desperate ABC host. Like, oh, my gosh, I better get the most famous person. Like, I got to have the person to talk to because they're just standing there like dorks waiting to talk to famous people. And that's what they, oh, here they come. Here they come. Oh, Shay, talk to us. Talk to us. Come over here. Come over here. Mm-hmm. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? <laughs> Fred Meyer. Myers. Yeah, it was Fred Meyer. Kirkland. I mean, this is my Kirkland. ensemble. This is Kirkland off the signature. rack. Kirkland. Kirkland signature. I just think we can spend a lot of our energy like trying to impress or prove something to these people that don't exist. So, to imaginary people. To That's imaginary what social media people. has done for us. Seriously. It's painted I this idea. 
yeah. that people are watching you all the time. It's so perverted. I didn't realize what a people pleaser I was until it was pointed mm. out to me. And I was like, I'm trying to please these imaginary people that don't exist. It's yeah. the worst way to spend your energy. I just had my cooking community call and I was talking to them. Mm-hmm. Hello, cooking community members. And I was saying the same thing to them because we were talking about um, eating food out of season or maybe these hyper purist um, tendencies that we tend to impose on ourselves in the kitchen. And I was like, the reality is I'm importing my coffee from Ethiopia and my olive oil from Sicily. Okay, so like... What yeah. and what do I have something to prove? Is there somebody going to come up to me and be like, "Where did you get that? Did you import that?" So much for self-sufficiency, uh, you purist. And it's weird because I don't want to talk to that kind of person. So if anyone does ask me that, what about it? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I think that falls under the everyone and us included like needs to calm the heck down (laughs) because like you said we get stuck in these like dogmatic positions and a lot of noble things can come from those efforts okay a lot of noble things can come from choosing not to buy fast fashion or from choosing to shop locally but you have to be like pragmatic and a realist and you can't impose all that crap on everyone because the fact is like you're you're holding an iphone you you can't decide like where your plywood was manufactured your sheetrock you know like you can't there's no way you can be a purist about everything it's just like that's like an exhausting like hamster wheel you know there's you can't do it well, that's what I think like, exactly is, is it's just what ends up happening is that it just becomes very exhausting because we can put it on ourselves. Okay, so here we are in our homes, raising our children, doing our things, and somehow it's on me to like save the plastics in the ocean's crisis. So now I can't use any plastics. Okay, well, is that realistic? Not really. Mm-hmm. I'm driving a plastic and metal car you know like right like you said you can't be a purist about it and i think intentions can be directed and they can lead to choices and that's a great thing and can we make better choices absolutely but shay angel like we're not single-handedly saving the world it's not right. ours to say we're not going to redeem the food system no. Right? We're no. not going to save the plastics in the ocean. We're not going to solve these are these aren't our things to solve. Now we can make good choices. We get to make choices in our home, which is a wonderful freedom. But you got to take that pressure off yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. You got to take the pressure off. Yeah. You can I mean for me, I I make certain choices because they feel good. Um the fact is we have like entire continents that are not going to follow those like no we're not saving the planet okay like like i don't want to be political but it's like not happening Mm -hmm. because not everybody's playing along Mm -hmm. and so dang it i'm gonna use whatever light bulb i want to Mm -hmm. just saying and i'm gonna keep my gas stove thank you very much (laughs) welcome to homemaker chic podcast i did join the get your hands off my stove movement the other day online (laughs) of course you did
Oh. Well, here oh we are, season 16. Um, here's the reality, ladies. While, while we've been off for our two weeks between seasons, Angela's been working like a mad woman trying to prep for her trip to Paris. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pre-record next week's episode so that we can air it while she's in Paris doing her amazing work there. Amazingness. Um, <laughs> yes, just go be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Today I had to sit down and write. I got to. I won't say had. I really enjoyed it. But I sat down at my computer this morning. I've ca- So I have drivers, private drivers arranged for everyone for when they land, right? But what if that driver, you know, gets the flu and he doesn't show up or something? I just thought okay these people have to know how to get from the city to the hotel so i had to like did you watch sherlock mm-hmm. with cumberbatch mm-hmm. i loved that show where you, and so we say all the time in this house i'm going to go into my mind palace mm-hmm. so i had to like go into my mind palace and try to articulate like okay and this is what the signs look like and you're going to take the rer and then like try to just re- put in writing how to get from the airport to the hotel lobby. Yeah. For somebody who's never done it. Yeah. For like, I mean, I've got some, I have the whole range of people coming on this trip from country bumpkins who have never gone anywhere to like seasoned New York pros. So, yeah, that was fun. You have to cover <laughs> a lot of details. A lot of details. Uh-huh. Kind of like uh, over communicate uh-huh. with style. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The result of kind of all this work and just the place that Angela and I are both at this time of year, we're just going to freestyle this season. We we jokingly said, we're just going to title this season. We're going to do what we want, which is always what we end up doing on this podcast (laughs) anyway, because that's all we can do. Look, we've got 10 kids. We're 2,000 miles apart. We slam together these recording sessions between homeschooling and farming and all the other stuff we both do for our businesses and so um, it's still such a wonderful peaceful and joyful time that we get to sit here with you and just kind of share our minds and share our hearts and maybe that touches on what inspires us maybe that touches on what frustrates us maybe that touches on what we're doing and you know we'll have some guests on this season which will be fun but we're just here with you that's it yeah yeah, we're going to do what we want. We probably should style that name a little bit, like <laughs> season 16. Oh, let's let's do. So, you know, that first season, um, we used to do two episodes a week mm-hmm. back in the day. And now we just do a longer form. But we the freestyle Thursdays were really fun. So like spring freestyle or there something. And I noticed you're talking with your hands because they look fabulous. Mine, <laughs> not so much. Look at my nails. Oh yeah, they need to be redone. Your girl. (laughs) I was holding out because I didn't want to get them done halfway, like two weeks before the trip. So they just started. um, These are a month old. They just started going. So now I'm. I'm picking like women do. I'm picking. I just talk with my hands. It drives people crazy, but otherwise my words don't come out. So I don't know what to say. Use the hands to get them out there. Yeah, Yeah, I do do. All right, let's cue the wine music. And get Let's this started. Do? Okay, speaking of importing stuff. I know what you're holding, and I love <gasps> that wine. I know okay, what I've never holding. had it. I've never had it. I'm so happy to hear you say that. Look how pretty yes. this is. Stu loves this wine. It's like licking, licking like 
It's like elderflower, herbescent, bubbles, white wine. Oh, it's so Excellent. floral and good. So what she's okay. holding, ladies, is a bottle from Dry Farm Wines. You can visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Use that link to shop organic, clean, biodynamic, naturally yeasted wines. Mm. So there's no yeast in here that's going to mess up your internal yeast biome, which you have and which is very important when you're a lady. Mm -hmm. There's no added sugars and they tend to be lower alcohol because they are naturally fermented. So you're looking at wines that are between 11 and 13% because there's no added sugar, no additives, no fillers, no colorants beautiful wines which you can shop dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic use that link because you get an extra bottle in your first order dang girl it's like you're it's like you've done this before i, I feel like like the truman show it's my cocoa mix like this <laughs> uh this is 11.05 this is a frizzante bianco how would you how do you just say a double a in italian do you know show me the well, it's La Mosa di B-A-A-L. I would just say Bob. I don't know. Okay. Let me look it's it pretty. Up. It does sort of have like a dill weed uh, elderflower art on the front. I'm really uh, looking forward to trying Casa di Bal. 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 Azienda Agricola. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. And what Maybe region with is East, that like one Easter. from? Does it, I don't think it shows. I was going to talk about it this. It is a Coli di Salmero. Coli di Salmero. Salmo. Salmo. Hello, Angela. Coli di Salmo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, southern. Like, just like, uh, it's, it's southern. Okay. Uh, Sometimes you'll get these bottles in your dry farms order. So fun. And they're like mystery bottles. Like you look Mm -hmm. on the back and you're like, okay, it's French, but there's almost no information because some of these. these They're so tiny. So tiny. So tiny. There's just like maybe a couple words or maybe a picture. And I always love the puzzle of trying to figure them out when they come in. This is a 7% Fiano and 70% Fiano and 30% Moscato. Yeah. So good. Wonderful. That's a wonderful bottle. You're going to really okay. enjoy that. What are you so going to eat it with? I was thinking about having it like with like while we're sort of nibbling before the Easter meal. Mm-hmm. Like just like a pair in the, oh my gosh, this microphone, like an aperitif mm-hmm. type idea. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That would be delicious. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. That's a really fun bottle. It's it's beautiful. Really I've never received fun. it before. That's yeah. why I grabbed it. I thought yeah. it would be fun to show. Enjoy. And now I have like a new camera installed, so when we do the wine segments, I can actually hold up the bottle. You can see it, and it won't get um, blurry. Oh, fun story! I had my a French, so I do these French sessions every day with my tutor, and. Um, he is learning English while I'm learning French. So that's fun. And it's just so funny when you hear someone speak English. Aren't you always really impressed? So impressed. When they're when they say, oh, like, I'm sorry, my accent. Or, oh, so I'm sorry. I'm learning English. I think. Oh, are you nuts? <laughs> like You're communicating with me. I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, but he couldn't understand something I was saying. And I'm just coming off a cold. So I know it's exaggerated. But I said, well, why not? He said, well, your are ax- because of your accent. 
that midwestern accent you've got to be frigging kidding me i try so hard and you're accusing me of having a midwestern accent because i was really offended mm-hmm. he's like yeah it's very nasally like okay like i have a cold don't be cruel Please. don't be cruel i don't sound like i'm from fargo if i can turn it on then I surely don't have one. So then I, in French, of course, I'm trying to explain to him about the day on the show where I did the wine segment with my my Midwestern Minnesotan accent. Mm-hmm. And that was mm-hmm. that was some master communicating on my part. <laughs> <laughs> I love the opportunity to communicate with people who don't speak English as their first language. I think it's very, there's something just very, like, human about it. Oh, it, it is because it's very um there's like a just a connection because you have to sort of parse away like shush away all the excess mm-hmm. and find words that are very meaningful mm-hmm. and you and you have to like find ideas that are meaningful because you don't have time or the energy for like the the irrelevant stuff right that makes sense right and if you're trying to speak in a way that can be understood then you really have to choose words like you have to peel away all of the filler and you like I always try to think okay use basic verbs I think Mm -hmm. I know I feel and Mm -hmm. not go off into la la land (laughs) you know which is how I speak normally and I remember being in Sicily and Fabio being like, I don't understand this one. And he points to me. He's like, this one I don't understand. <laughs> With his hands. This, this one over she here. Me. Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So are you feel, you're feeling prepped? You're feeling good? You leave so soon. I leave so I'm soon. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I, uh, I'm i feeling good. I feel, I'm feeling really good. I've poured a lot of passion into this. Right. I'm going to nerd out. I get, I'm going to nerd out on sharing, like, the history of, you know, even the flea markets. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the big one that we're going to go to, Santuan, it's called, that is, like, Django Reinhardt com- country. Like, that's where gypsy jazz was created. Mm. And like it's just there's just so much fun history like on how these markets were created and how they came to be mm-hmm. institutions and yeah. Mm-hmm. In some ways, pretty excited. It's fun to look back on a project like this and really, you have been kind of training your whole life for this, right? And you didn't really know why, right? Like you I mean, started learning French. 20 years ago and what it was over 20 right. 20 years ago that you even went there the first time and just thought there's this piece of right. that needs to be here and loves to be here and you've studied the culture and you've studied the history like mm-hmm. you have put it's like a life's work it's the culmination of a life's work right it's pretty amazing yeah it's exciting to see all these little things like you know we're going to, it looks like there's a, a good portion of us that are going to go to Giverny. So I get to see that in the spring. I just saw it in the fall. So I'm very excited about that. So like the gardener is going to get hit, you know, all the just mm-hmm. love of textiles and fashion, like 
I went to the Dior exhibit the last time we were there and I got to parlay that information to a few of the ladies that want to go see that for sure. And they're all excited because they've all seen that movie, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Mm-hmm. And it takes place at um, at Dior. And, and it's a historic, you know, it's from the 50s, this movie. And it shows him working in his office. And it shows the rooms where the fashion shows are held. And I said, you're going to love it then because that's where this exhibit is. Like, there'll be a sign on the wall. This is the room where Dior had his fashion shows. And, you know. That's mm-hmm. fun if you've just seen something like that in a mm-hmm. fictional movie or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's kind of great. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to apologize for the chick in the background. <laughs> I could just hear it like wailing in my earphones. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. I don't even want to tell the story, oh, but okay, I will. Um, Sorry, I just set you up too. My yeah, apologies. We <laughs> hatched our own chicks this spring and it was really sweet my kids took the wheel (laughs) on it and they made sure the humidity was right and they were really careful about the egg turner and keeping it plugged in and all this and they hatched and we had about a 50 percent hatch rate which is probably about right for when we took the eggs from when the rooster was there anyway Mm -hmm. and they're all fine and they're beautiful little chicks that we bred here and they were in their container last week again totally fine all different ages so some are a couple days old well I guess like 36 hours old some are like 15 minutes old and the kids come home from homeschool co-op and they're playing with them and all is well and Juliet brings a chick to me and she's like mom this chick can't walk I'm like well that's weird maybe it's cold because it's really fresh and so I went to go put it back in the incubator where it's 99 and a half degrees to warm it up and from that minute to about four minutes later all the chicks died except for one like literally they're up eating and then keeled on their back and just dead like that I've never seen anything like it I have no idea what it was what could cause all of them who were all different ages to to go like that. I have no idea what it was. Um, this one chick almost died. Like, I put him in the trash can thinking he was dead. And then I heard this, like, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and he came back. And so now we have one chick in our living room, and he's quite lonely. He's become, like, this house chick, and he'll just follow you around anywhere you want to go. Yeah. He'll just follow you, which is darling. It's startling the way they follow. Yeah. He's very lonely, which I understand. So anyway, that was a bad day to be a farmer. And you just think, why are we doing this? Because it broke my heart. And it breaks your heart for yourself. And it breaks your heart for your the waste of this, this life and this resource. And it broke my heart for my kids. They were so upset about it. And I just thought, I want to quit. And I threw a huge temper tantrum, and it was really sad. Thanks for making me tell that. Sorry. Well, I'll 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 meet I'll meet you. We had we lambed two premature lambs. We went out one morning, and they're just laying there, dead, really tiny. Like, uh, okay, great. Didn't know that was going to happen. She's never gone premature before. Again, why are we doing this? Kids yeah. are all sad. Junior's yeah. like, whoa. 
<laughs> no, it's it's genuinely difficult some days. And Stu is just steady Eddie, man. He was like, look, I know you feel this way. We have felt this way before. We'll keep going and you'll feel better and you'll, you know. But man, in that moment, it feels like just crushing. It just feels crushing to me. Right. Well, and really frustrating. It's not it's not your first rodeo. You've raised a million chicks. Like you know how it's, Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. That that's just bizarre. Yeah. It was really bizarre. Mm. I mean, we yeah. Whatever. I just I'm trying to be gentle with myself going into this season of farming and gardening and you know, it's like kicking back to what we were just talking about. Like, look, you're not going to save the planet. Grow vegetables because it brings you joy. It feeds your family. Mm. It's good for you. It is good for the soil. It's good for your little microclimate and the birds and the bugs. And it's it's good for your body. Like, these, you get all these benefits. But, like, stop. <laughs> You know, you're not your own savior. You're not. Right. You don't have to grow tomatoes like your life depends on it. And there's that message just out there over and over. Like, you know, this is it. This is the year. And I'm like, I, y'all, I can't live in that fear bubble. Or I quit. <laughs> oh. I can't the grow fear bubble like my life depends on it. Because it doesn't, for starters. Yeah, no, I won't. (laughs) I'm not functioning in that space. Like, talk about, like, the thrill is gone. Mm -hmm. You want to, like, take the joy out of homemaking or gardening. Just insert fear into the the fear factor. You know, just, like, take that, the chicken little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. I mean, it is really probably one of the quickest ways to rob yourself of the joy of homemaking. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I think we can also go about it like the way that I keep my home or the exact things I do down to it. Like these are going to be what saves my kids or these are going to be what, you know, redeems this, whatever this is. And that is a huge amount of pressure to put on yourself. And it's Mm -hmm. setting an expectation that you're never going to be able to live up to with countless variables that are not in your control. Here's a new word, anemonia. Anemonia means the nostalgia for a time you've never lived in. What I want you to do is visit Anemonia Jewels over on Instagram for vintage and estate jewelry from the Victorian era, the Art Nouveau movement, and more. Use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSCHIC at checkout for 10% off It's spring, so why not treat yourself to a beautiful piece of estate jewelry? New items are added daily over on Instagram, so you are sure to find something you love, maybe even the perfect piece for yourself or someone special this Mother's Day. And Ammonia is a husband and wife team that bring you these beautiful estate pieces, and they are new to the Homemaker Chic podcast sponsor family. So visit them over on Insta and make them feel welcome. Installment payments are available and 10% off any treasure you find with the coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC at checkout. Welcome, Anemonia Jewels. We are so happy to share your beautiful jewelry with our audience. 
If you'd like to get premium organic cotton, heirloom quality sheets at 20% off, we want to encourage you to visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash Homemaker Chic 20. Homemaker Chic listeners know that the linens Angela and I both use in our homes are American Blossom Linens, and we invite you to do the same. This is a wonderful and simple way to set the mood of a clean, thoughtful, intentionally put together home and bedroom. These dye-free sheets and linens are a beautiful way to dress your bed in something sustainable, high quality, and really beautiful. Yes, American Blossom Linens is a small business. They're American grown and made. And yes, they're made with organic cotton and sewn with a smooth, soft weave and made to last. Whether you're looking for crisp linen sheets that fit snugly around the corners of your mattress or plush and soft towels for your bathroom, blankets, or even duvet covers, you can shop all of American Blossom Linen's available products at AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash HomemakerChic20. And it's kind of like what what I was saying if a little bit ago, like like when I said nobility can come, there's noble things that come out of that. There's some redemption that come. I know we have listeners whose home dynamic has changed because they decided to tend their homes in a different way. They decided to serve their family dinner. They decided to skill up in certain areas. So there's been elements of redemption. But like it's kind of this we've talked a lot about like believing this lie that you're finally going to arrive or that XYZ is going to make it all better and it's all up to you. Pull up your bootstraps get a spreadsheet, make a chart, Mm -hmm. get an organizer, get a planner, and Mm -hmm. everything is going to be okay. That is a lie, and you're just going to be unfulfilled and frustrated. Maybe not at the end of the day, but probably somewhere soon down the road. Mm -hmm. An expectation is going to not be met, or real life is going to insert itself into the equation. Mm -hmm. And... We're just too hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's it, exactly. It doesn't right. mean. Keep, it doesn't mean don't keep keep on keeping on. But like, it like also doesn't said, mean you don't not have in any the spirit role of effort. Of, not not in the spirit of being your own savior type right. thing. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 I mean, if we want to have joy in our homes. We really do kind of have to accept some of the things that we can't change. And I know that sounds a little AA-ish, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's true, though. It's really true. It's really true. And I know, like, um, you know, there's a lot of homemakers out there who are struggling with their identity. They're struggling with their value of what they're doing in the home. They're struggling with maybe the results or not being in the place that they wish that they could be. They're struggling with anxiety about this situation or that situation in their home. And I've been trying to really think about homemaking as taking what is and finding a way to be thankful for it and a way to... Um, not necessarily put used to it, but like t- turning it somehow into a thing of beauty, into a into a thing of nourishment. So, um, 
I'm trying to think of an example that's not too personal. Okay, yeah, because I, I want to understand what you're saying. So you're saying taking this idea of homemaking and turning it into a thing of nourishment or beauty. Okay, okay, here would be an Tell example that I think. Okay. So, like, you have teenage kids. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you have decided to do as a homemaker is to be a house where teenagers can come. And you buy mm-hmm. the frozen pizzas and you mm-hmm. let them hook up all the big screen computers together and do their game. And like you have just said, look, is that do you want big screens in your house? No. But like, do you love having your kids there in this great environment where you get to like be a part of the laughter and engage with them socially? And like, this is what is. And so mm-hmm. like, then how do you take that? And turn it into a source of joy for your home. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yep. Yes. Instead of being like, okay, well, you know, maybe the Legos, they don't fit into like a clean, organized, <laughs> like color-coded home, right? And it, right. And so if our objective is, I'm going to make a beautiful home. Okay, well, where do Legos have a place in that? And I'll tell you what right. I can't stand, guys country living magazine or whatever it may be when they show the kids' rooms and you're like your children must be really sad (laughs) it's all like like the mom has just projected too much onto the children Mm -hmm. it's like you will now have a beige pasteled comforter no toys shall be seen no you may not hang your drawings up on the wall absolutely not you know, mm-hmm. like my kids have, we're like duct taping stuffed animals to the walls. <laughs> I've done that. I've duct taped a fitted sheet. I have duct taped a fitted sheet to the end of a twin bed to try to make some sort of stuffed animal container <laughs> basket that just suspends. I know they make those like for the corners of the room, but in a desperate move last year, I was like, these things need to get off the floor. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, well, it's like what making a beautiful home. Okay, well, define beauty. Yeah. Beauty is obviously relative, you know. I just did go. Did you send, see my picture I texted you yesterday? I went oh, yeah. into the boys' room. Maybe that's why it was on the forefront of my mind. The Legos, yeah. yeah. So it's all Legos and Nerf bullets in our house. And then the basement, yeah, the basement is Minecraft and mm-hmm. cords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> giant, giant uh, re- inherited curbed. Yeah picked screen yeah. things and that's beautiful in a way too look i'm not you it know is, heck I, yeah. my kids but live here i still make them pick their stuff up it makes me crazy yeah. but there's a place for it mm-hmm. and i think you know when we take a step back as a homemaker like which is just what i took my told my cooking community this morning i was like just take a deep breath just mm-hmm. and i gotta i'm saying this to myself too you guys i get as uptight about all of this as any of you I'm just telling myself like just take a step back like it's okay it's Mm -hmm. okay and like our homes are going to be real they're going to be lived in they're going to be used and this is this beautiful thing and there's work to do Mm -hmm. those are both beautiful things and you can only fight so many battles at once (laughs) are you tired (laughs) I'm just saying, you can, What what is the battle du jour, the battle of the week, you know, is it, 
I gotta take you. Is it that you're just you're just gonna make yeasted breads and you're just gonna put the paws on sourdough for a few weeks because you just need to knock out some sandwich loaves? Like what? And and then you're gonna stop spazzing out about inflammation just for a few days so you can catch your breath. You know, like there there's only so many battles you can wage at at one time. Amen. Where are where are we going? Go turn my oven off. Oh, this is real. Wow, this is real guys, that was impressive. <laughs> I'm, I couldn't. I'd take the desk with me if I walked away. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so wired in right now. That was incredible. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, that's true. And like, I don't want it. I don't even want it to feel like a battle. Maybe I'm so many years in that I'm just really tired. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I, I get emails from younger moms, and I, I feel like I say the same stuff all the time, so forgive me. But, you know, how did you do it? How did you make it? Yeah. I have this really busy chapter coming up. Okay, I nobody's watching. You know what I did? <laughs> My kids would wear pajamas, like, for a week, all day, every day. If I needed to survive a chapter, here's your sleepers. Yeah. Wear them. I don't care if you get dressed today. Girls, sit down. I'm going to French braid your hair. It's got to last four days. Don't touch it. Here's the paper plates. Here's like here's how we're going to make our way through this. I think I, it's so sometimes I I do find it amusing that you and I are always advocating for a beautiful home. Take the time, make your bed, put on a nice outfit, wear your red lips, and at the same time, calm the heck down. Uh-huh. Like the standards can be for yourself and no one else. The standards should come out of enjoyment. The standards should come out of what makes the home run well. Right. Does your home run well? If you let your kids have two days a week where you're not fussing over matching socks, then that is okay. Then that is what's good for your home. Yep. Yeah. That's the end. It's as good as it gets on Homemakers. Right. Does your home run well if Friday night is frozen pizza night yeah. and you get to check out till and, and Saturday morning is boxed cereal so you get a 12-hour break? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it's really... We both tend to be kind of purists about certain things, but we also certain are things. very real about certain things, certain aspects of things. And... Also, seasons change, you know? So, Mm -hmm. like, for example, there are seasons where we have pulled screens from our kids in every capacity, full stop. Right. And there are seasons where we wouldn't make it through February (laughs) doing that. (laughs) And so we're happy to be like, yes, go go do this Nobody's giving up screens for Lent in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Are you crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's individualistic. It's not something that we can mm-hmm. give you a step by step for because it's it is personal. It's affected by circumstance. And I mean, it really does go back to like, look, no one's watching. And if you don't want them to watch even more, don't post about it. Just do your thing. Yeah. Just do your thing. And I'll tell you, like having a homemaker who cares about her home whether she has children or whether she has a spouse or whether she lives alone or whatever the circumstance, having a homemaker who as is at peace and is doing mm-hmm. the work and putting in the effort but is at peace with what is, mm-hmm. is worth more than gold. That to your family, to the stress level, 
to like the ambiance of it all is worth more than gold. And I know we, again, we say these things over and over and over again, but like a hot mess mom is not a help to anybody. And I say this as a hot mess mom who has to talk myself off the ledge often. Yeah. But, you know, recognizing it and being like, okay, you know, I don't need to be a martyr about what's for dinner. Maybe that means frozen pizza. Maybe it means Thai takeout. Maybe it just means scrambled eggs. Maybe it's even less romantic than that. Maybe it's just scrambled right, eggs. Right, exactly. And that's okay. Breakfast, dinner. It's okay. Right. I um, have been working so hard lately on really trying to keep my kitchen tailored and pared back and ready for battle. <laughs> I just said what I didn't that, want to say what like does that look like war, but so what what are we tailoring? Okay, tailoring. So tailoring, okay. you might not like this bit, but like <laughs> tailoring for me right now means getting all the crap off the counters, all of it. Yeah. And so on all of my counters, from both sides of my sink to my huge butcher block work workstation, I have. A crock of utensils. Mm-hmm. And then on my butcher block, I have salt, a few spices I use all the time, my pepper grinder, and butter. And that's on a little caddy thing. And that's it. Mm-hmm. On all the counters. The KitchenAid's not out. The Cuisinart's not out. No. Yeah. The cute little darling canisters of sugar. Even that, I'm like, I'll put you in a jar and you can go in the pantry. There's Because... Because of the stage that we're at right now, it's I'm not mm-hmm. at the stage where I have little kids and they're at the table and I cut them up little pieces of avocado and oh, here you go. I'm at the stage where like they will come in and make themselves sandwiches or make themselves breakfast and it is Hiroshima. I mean, it's just, oh, yeah, it's the destruction is severe. It's, it's profound. It's profound. So I'll come around, because, and, and we're the same way, like, they can do their own quesadillas, they make their own smoothies, they make pancakes, right. they do, I'll come around the corner, like, holy, <laughs> this is what it required? Yes. To make a smoothie? <laughs> There's yogurt on the ceiling. <laughs> like, it's true. Really? And, and when you're producing that much from your kitchen and there's that many people in mm-hmm. there moving around all the time, then that just makes <laughs> for a lot of things to wipe off all the time. I know. I I have – I'm. it's the same – that's interesting. We've never talked about it. I mean, I have that dumb scale in the corner with the houseplant mm-hmm. on it, <laughs> which is too heavy for me to lift. That's why it's still sitting there. But other than that, it's a crack of spoons and – the, and the like the olive oil caddy with the mm-hmm. salt and pepper and the butter. Yep. Because it's too much to wipe down, like you said. It's too much. I mean, yeah. I even... Um, I have a candle. I take it back. I have a candle. Okay. Here you go. Yeah. But like, basically, I think if Georgia was to come in here and make cookies, which she does, like, what? how would we clean this up? Because anything I leave on the counters is going to have to be dusted. It's going to have to be moved. And so... Mm-hmm. Really just keeping it as simplistic as possible. I'm not a minimalist. I don't want to be a minimalist. There's still a lot going on in there. But just finding ways that that can be more of a source of joy and it can clean up Mm -hmm. faster, basically. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, I got a new dishwasher. I don't want to hear it. A 
knew you were going to say that. It's changing my life. Like my <laughs> iron. We talked about my iron a few seasons ago. And a lot of you went and bought this iron and you emailed us and you said, this iron has changed my life. The iron is so sexy. I I love that thing. What is it? We should, it's a Rowenta. Rowenta. It's a Rowenta. Mm-hmm. But it's the kind that sits on a canister. It's like this platformy it's thing. It's the expensive one. It has the okay. water. Okay. <laughs> you go shopping for the Rowentas. It's not the $70 one, okay? <laughs> go up. Sorry. Go up. <laughs> Keep going. But the amount of hours, that's what I get. Oh when I gosh. translate hours to money. Effort. And effort. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how this dishwasher is. I'm like, I can basically anything except knives and copper and cast iron. I can put in this okay. dishwasher and it will clean them. I'm like, this this was all hand washed. All of this. That's all we do in our house, Shay. I know. wash dishes. I know. That's all we do <laughs> all day. It's amazing. We have like... We're constantly revamping the system. Yeah. We've got a chart. If you don't put your name down, like, it doesn't count yeah. <laughs> that you washed last. I mean, we're like the public bathroom at McDonald's where you have to, like, sign out if you were the one to clean it. It's just, Do you know what wow. gets me about hand washing, though? I actually like the process of it, even though it takes a lot of time. But mm-hmm. I found myself not wanting to cook stuff because I was like, oh, that's going to be a lot of dishes. And I didn't like that. But the second thing mm-hmm. I don't like is that inevitably you wash them and then they go onto the counter to dry at which point they remain there perpetually for the rest of their life and it's just like a constant cycle of like okay the dried stuff gets put away and now the new washed stuff is there and so we had you know we don't have that much counter space so i'm like what a third of it is covered with dishes (laughs) All yeah. the time. You've got a rag rug down to absorb all yeah. the water. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, and yeah, with a little bit of self-discipline, you get out a clean towel and you dry them off and put them away straight away. But that's best case scenario. And we don't build our mm-hmm. homes for best case scenario, do we? We build them for real life. <laughs> right. And in real life, those dishes will sit there for 12 hours, maybe more. They don't have a dish putter away or, or, or the boys you... put away dishes. Yeah. Okay. But it like inevitably would go to like the next meal. So if Georgia did yeah. a bunch of hand washes after dinner, then after mm-hmm. breakfast, the boys would put those away. But then by then you've hand washed the breakfast in dishes. theory. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. In theory. It's all in theory. So it's a continual. Yeah. A continual revolution, a continual tweaking. And we have a few weeks left. By the end of this season, we're going to be in summer. We're going to be done with school for the year. So then Mm -hmm. we revolve again to new routines. And here we go. Yes, I just presented the family an idea yesterday. I said, okay, you know, we always have to be tweaking the way we do things here. Ever tweaking. (laughs) Uh, and the dishes, like, it, it needs a tweakage. It needs... <laughs> a dishwasher. Because we have... Yeah, it needs a dishwasher. But, you know, we have the person... We have the chart, so the person that does the dishes does the dishes. And then Anais puts them the way, away. Well, she's getting the shaft. She's putting these dishes away, like, three times a day. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that fair? Oh. And then there's always inevitably... 
dishes left in the kitchen. So the person will wash the dishes, but then the other sink is full of dishes. Or there's dishes on the windowsill or dishes still on the... So now the person who washes has to make a swoop through the ki- kitchen, even though in theory everybody's supposed to clean their own dish. you got to walk through the kitchen and grab all the miscellaneous crap. Mm-hmm. Or else the dishes are really truly never done. <laughs> I don't see what the big deal is. Why can't everybody just wash their own dish? Like, but that's for the not going to take care of the problem. I mean, you're talking about pots like and pans and, producing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're just going to tweak it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then... And then there's always, like, the food in the sink. You guys don't have a garbage disposal, right? Nope. No. Hello. For all of you who have a garbage disposal, I would just like you to take a step back <laughs> and consider the luxury of your life. <laughs> have you seen that guy on that Instagram who covers Gucci things? purse garbage disposal. <laughs> Gucci purse garbage disposal. I mean, you are living in high cotton, I tell you what. Like, that is... That is amazing that you can put food in your drain on purpose. That's incredible. We should probably get one installed because probably three times a year we have to blow our line out from all this gross stuff. I just that told Joel, I said, you there. need a preemptive strike, yeah. man. You need to just dump a bottle of Drano down these pipes preemptively. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's. So that's the fight. Is like, well, you did the dishes, but you left all the goobers in the sink. So, right. so now I think the new rule is when you do the dishes, then you have to go get a buddy that signs off on the job that you did a good oh, job. Good gravy. Yeah. I'm going to make this whole system it's complicated. we got to just tighten it up a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but, you know, like you have like dough in the strainer, uh-huh. steel-cut oats, and you're uh-huh. tapping it out. Oh, uh-huh. gosh. Yep. So gross. Yep, it is. It's disgusting. It's it's disgusting. There's this guy on Instagram, and he wears, like, a blanket around himself. He's British, and he wraps. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a Snuggie, and he wraps himself in it, and he'll comment on other people's Instagram videos. So it'll be, like, a woman with this massive laundry room and all this cabinetry, and she'll open it up, and it'll be, like, a closet full of candles and, like, all glass okay. bottled cleaning supplies you know and they're all like naturally colored and he'll be like i can't do a british accent but he'll be like oh do you have a laundry room and open it up and all your cleaning products are color coordinated of course you don't because you're poor <laughs> that's how he ends everything <laughs> it's like do you have a cupboard for your candle do you have a separate freezer for all your color-coded ice of course not because you're poor <laughs> I wish I knew his name to share with you guys. I find so much pleasure out of it. (laughs) You guys, if you want to see a boomer moment, you should see me try to find crap (laughs) I've watched on Instagram. That one funny one where the guy walks like all the presidents. I'm like, what? My kids are like, you're not going to find it that way, mom. (laughs) Just, I've been trying, I try to be so good about hitting the saved button. Oh my gosh. Because I, you know, there are some reels. Most of it is total garbage, but some of it makes me laugh so hard. Mm. It brings me, I love to laugh. And I found one of a British guy that impersonates his cat. <laughs> and it makes me so happy. He just does these little <laughs> bits about his cat 
knocking over the water glass and his cat when you bring home a kitten mm. because you thought it was lonely because my kids are always like, Hobbs is lonely. You need to get him a cat. Um, yeah, because of course you don't, because you're poor. Because you're poor. <laughs> because you're poor. I always, I have a good supply of friends who will send me the funny ones so that I don't have to mm-hmm. like sort through because I'm in a real pickle with Instagram right now, you guys. Mm-hmm. I know this is, you're like, oh, really? Oh, really, Shay? We didn't know. But it's really true. I'm really struggling. (laughs) I'm really struggling with it because it's such a, in some ways, such a great point of connection. And it's such a great Mm -hmm. um, opportunity to be around other people. And, you know, we get to follow, like, we should shout out season sponsor. Let's do it. Um, And I love following along with People mm-hmm. like Emily of Tubes & Co. to see what their company's doing and what the new products are. And she's great because she always emails that stuff out as well. Mm-hmm. Let's hold there for a she second an and then I'll tell you what I hate about it. <laughs> okay. So you, what you need to do is you need to visit tubesandco.com because as we're talking about um, being pragmatic and dogmatic and making good choices and where and when to make those choices this is a great opportunity for you to make the choice to use uh makeup and skincare that is not full of garbage and not sacrifice your aesthetic Mm -hmm. in the meantime because i always used to tell shay like look i'm not gonna look like a hag just so i can say that my makeup doesn't have chemicals i'm not only gonna wear beige lipstick Right. I am not going to the health food store to buy makeup. Have you seen that crap? I'm not doing it. No. Or for my skincare. I need some good stuff. And uh, oh my goodness, I just got my order the other day. It's like Christmas. The girls and I were unpacking it. Mm-hmm. I got all the things. Uh, one of my f- just all-time favorites is still the the sea buckthorn yeah. cleansing yeah. oil. Because that made me a convert. I used to think that people that like used oil to remove their makeup were crazy because I thought, well, that's just going to give you more acne or make you greasier. Mm -hmm. And it's lovely. Mm -hmm. It's like a treat at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Do you have any new favorites? Or I mean, I think Emily has done such a great job with tubes of continuing to sort of charge it forward, but not Mm -hmm. go obscure. (laughs) So like the body oils that she just came out with this last year, I keep those by my bed. I mean, I just lather up and I love it. Mm -hmm. I think the new fragrances of tallow bombs are amazing. I cannot be without the sea buckthorn cleansing oil or the tallow bar, like, or the charcoal bar made out Mm -hmm. of tallow. But those are like, that's what I use to clean my face. And I love it. I love the products. I'm wearing Tubes & Co. lip color right now. This is a really wonderful one called... Tiamo, and it's a lip gloss. Super clean, super wonderful. So visit tubesandco.com, and there you can shop for all the goods. And Angela, speaking of Instagram, has done a really great job of putting all of the season's sponsors over on Instagram, which she's just showing you Mm -hmm. if you're watching the video over on Patreon. She's made really easy, clickable, swipe-upable jazz over right on here. instagram so you can track all the season sponsors and you can get really easy clicked links and it has all the codes there so check that out and thank you to tubes and co for sponsoring season 16 emily has been with us since the beginning of the podcast which is really 
pretty wonderful. You guys have done such an incredible job of taking our word for how wonderful these products are, giving them a try, and really supporting a small family-owned business, but without sacrificing any kind of quality on product. Right. And I think there's a lot of value in that little culture and community we've created there. Absolutely. So head over to Homemaker Chic Podcast Instagram. There's red circles. The one that says beauty is your link to Tubes & Co. It's got the coupon code, which is Homemaker10 for 10% off. And um, let us know what you think. That is how Emily knows that you're listening Mm -hmm. and that her partnering with us uh, was a good decision. And we love that you guys have made that a good decision for her. And she's going to have another baby, correct? Yes. So talking about like legit family business. Yeah. Love it. Yes, thanks to Toops & Co. for sponsoring this season. And a shout-out to American Blossom Linens. Get your beautiful linens and towels over at AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSCHEEK20 for a generous 20% off. Thank you to American Blossom Linens for being a part of Season 16. Yep. Okay. Okay, so Instagram. All right, your dilemma with the Instagram. <laughs> it's subtle. You guys, I think what it does to the homemaker's psyche, the mother's psyche, the homeschooling mm. mom's psyche, it's subtle. And often it's pretty sugar-coated. So a while back, at the end of last season, there were all these homemaking memes making, I don't know if you call them memes anymore. Oh, I don't even <laughs> Keeping know. Keeping up right? with it right? all. They were things that people were posting on Instagram, right? And it was all this things. like... <laughs> Seemingly on the surface, these really great homemaking, like, hey, homemaker, you got this. Here's the value. Go forward. Blah, 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 blah. And I know to some extent we do the same thing here. But there are days when, you know, maybe the homemaker is not in a fighting posture. And I think... Mm. I'm trying to keep it broader than that. But I just think it can be very subtle where we pick up, we feel like we have to pick up all the fights. Okay, so like you see somebody that you love and they're posting about nutrition and okay, now I gotta, I do gotta wage war on the food industry and I do gotta do all this food and it is worth it and it does have value and like I just gotta put the hard work in and clean up our grocery stuff and blah, blah. And, like, that's good stuff, okay? That's what's subtle about Mm -hmm. it is that is good stuff. Hey, homemaker, you just need to do this. And, you know, your children's futures are relying on you and blah, 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 blah. Okay? And that's also true. uh, And that's good stuff. But, like, you can't be in battle mode all the time about everything. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something beautiful. Okay, well, maybe I'm not having a beautiful day. You know, maybe I'm in renovation mode or maybe my mother-in-law is moving in with me and it's not so beautiful anymore. Okay, well, then what? Mm -hmm. Yes, I like looking at this house. And yes, it's beautiful. And yes, beauty is important. But now subtly there's this seed of discontent or this seed of like, I need to do something. Mm -hmm. And I think that just wears us out. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I... this is a whole maybe episode later but I do obviously what we take in during the day 
in any way can do that to us, whether it's a headline you're reading on a magazine in the checkout lane, Mm -hmm. whether it's you're listening to Rogan or you're watching a movie or like, obviously we're taking things in all the time. The thing maybe about something like Instagram is the ease which with which we take it in the amount board the boredom which which with we take it in the habitualness with which whether you're pardon me taking it and sitting on the toilet and scrolling three times a day or like it's the amount right and and in many cases some i know some people have gone to great lengths to curate their feeds right to be elevated but in many cases it's your peers whether you know them or not so it's people your age it's it's people with similar lifestyles or similar incomes and it's so easy to see them doing something or whatever particular war they're waging that day and then you feeling like you have to do the same Mm -hmm. it's like It's really, I mean, I suppose it's close to the reason why I don't use Facebook because that's, I don't want to feel all those emotions in one day. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see all that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I I, think for us to be able to. So what is it? Is it the vulnerability? I mean, do you, is it just a know thyself, know which days are good for you to be on Instagram and which days aren't? Or even on good days. What is it? Even on good days. I don't know the answer. That's what. Look, I've been working Instagram, working Instagram for a long time, and I have a lot of Mm -hmm. people on there, and it's still a great place for me to connect with certain people. Um, But I have, like, I don't know. I've pulled back from it for a lot of reasons, and I think maybe we should talk about this next week. I want to talk about creating as a homemaker. The various things that we create and how we create them. Because I think the thing about Instagram is that you're not a creator, you're a consumer. And so what Mm -hmm. we end up doing is just consuming, consuming, consuming. And I think even if you're consuming great stuff, (laughs) that can only take you so far. And I think... As homemakers, there's a lot that goes on in our homes. And I think, you know, when you think about how people used to consume, such as having a conversation with somebody or reading a full book with, like, developed thoughts about something, or even, like, not that long ago where people would actually read a whole blog article about something. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's it's like getting to visit... 50, 60. I mean, some people follow thousands of people. It's like getting to read that many (laughs) blog posts three times a day. Like just the amount that Mm -hmm. you're consuming is so massive. And I don't think we really know the psyche of how that will play out long term because it's still so new. You know, and and I've listened to some really great theological podcasts. There's some that I find a lot of value in. But even with that, if you feel like you're behind or, you know, oh, I really need to finish this podcast, even that is still just, it is noise in your ears sometimes. 
And I know we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast, but I think it's just kind of a constant thing that we're having to deal with as homemakers. And I think what makes it really tricky is the subtlety. It's really easy for us to see a post that we really strongly dislike or we really strongly disagree with. Those aren't the ones ultimately that cause the chaos long term, I don't think. I think it's the one where you're home making your kids clean their dirty socks out from under their bed and you're having your big spring break break like clean-a-thon and somebody else is taking their kids to the water slides. Like you said, it's your peers, right? And mm-hmm. I think those things tend to take root in our hearts over time. And if it sounds like I'm blabbing and I don't really know what I'm talking about, it's because I'm still processing through... What is the role of this for the homemaker? How is it helpful and not a hindrance? Because somehow even the mm-hmm. things that are helpful seem to be hurtful there. And do you think that's for everyone? Would you oh, would you no. say that's no. for everyone? For okay. sure. Okay. No. I don't think so. I mean, I don't either. Some people, I can mean, not process things differently, right? Yeah, right. I just, I do think it's wise to like keep a pulse on your reaction, though, right? When you, when you feel that flare up yeah. four times a day, that's your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your indicator, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. When it, or if, if you do, yeah. yeah. Or I was, de- I would realize. Um, that I would realize the way that like people's negative comments, let's, for example, mm-hmm. the way that those would impact. And I'm not alone here. Like we had Alina on the podcast a couple of seasons ago and she just left. She just like literally yeah, closed hers down and dropped. left because she's yeah. like, y'all are mean <laughs> and it's, I'm a person and like it's not mm-hmm. worth it to me to be there and she did we talk about this at the last episode it was such no. a okay so it was such a great no, thing I, she said I it's like you, yeah. having a slice of cake and a cup of tea in a strip club like you can choose who's at your table and you can be like but it's good cake and it's good tea and i have my friends here at this table but the environment that you're in is still pretty raunchy mm-hmm. and i've just been thinking about like what are those situations that we find ourselves in as homemakers which ones do we let in which ones do we not like how do we safeguard our souls and our hearts and to find as much joy and pleasure and contentment doing what we're doing period Mm -hmm. and like what are the things that push us towards contentment and joy and what are the things that rob us of that that are really self-sabotage that we're letting in over and over again here's an example another example like you said that's really subtle it's subtle that robbing is not flagrant it's not in your face yeah right hello lovely homemakers are you ready to style your home like a pro then it's time to join the old world design society you can do that by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join my Old World Design Society now for as little as $5 a month. You will have access to one design class a month, a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists just like yourself. 
can learn from them, become friends with them, and you can choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member today by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com or simply head over to the Homemaker Chic Instagram page and hit that red circle that says design. It's time to learn how to elevate your space and improve your knowledge of antiques and history and style your home like a pro. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. The Spring Magazine is shipping now and it's gorgeous and classes are ready for you to join us. Hey friends, Shay here. If you've been needing a bit more encouragement and inspiration when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. For the past four and a half years, I've encouraged women in the kitchens with whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. As a cooking community member, you'll get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional cooking video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors on your own table. Together, we'll cook dishes like burrata salad with prosciutto and lemon, baguettes, rigatoni with potato and peas, ricotta donuts with homemade lemon curd, green vegetable minestrone, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now, choose the membership package that fits your needs best, and let's get cooking. Go ahead, what's your name? Oh, I used to listen to this true crime podcast. Okay. It was done really well, and it was really entertaining, and it was like listening to all these stories, and then I realized you're listening to murder stories. Someone else's nightmare. This Hello. is someone else's yeah. nightmare. And like now you don't want to go into the root cellar by yourself. Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't consume that. But it like I en- mm-hmm. I enjoyed it while I was listening to it because it's it's they write it in a way that's very entertaining. They present it in a way. They're not making light of it. But mm-hmm. it's still not a good thing for me to let into my heart. Like I have a zero, I have zero ability to separate fiction and reality, you know, which is why I can't okay. watch horror movies mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, and this is true. Ugh. A lot of women listen to true crime podcasts. A lot. Why? Why? It's like the Lifetime. It of is. 2023. It's like the Lifetime movies. The Lifetime movies. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I don't. I I feel like I take in, I've been like kind of noticing lately that this age Ange doesn't take in as much entertainment. I will, I notice that a mm. lot of times they're, oh, you could listen to XYZ. Oh, you should play XYZ. Oh, you should. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'll just put on some Django. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or not. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Here's, and this is interesting, too. So it's come about for, uh, I don't, again, like, no, no for, formulated thoughts by any means. But um, I have noticed that, that there's a lot of times my mind will go, you should, and I'll just use the word take in, X, Y, Z, and I'll go, yeah. And I don't know when it started. I know that last year I weaned myself off my earbuds. Yeah. 
I loved my earbuds. But, you know, then you know better, do better. Started learning about how bad they are for me, and I quit. And there's a real, a real downside to that. I don't talk to my friends and my family as much because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to have a cord. I don't want to be on speakerphone. There's no privacy. So I'm not, like, communicating near as much as I used to. I'm not taking in things that I enjoy near as much as I used to, like podcasts and stuff. But I think what that did, not not with the friends and family, I actually really miss that, but with the other, like, taking in of things, it kind of just weaned me off mm-hmm. of it. And now I realize, like, nah, you don't actually need to fill your mind with anything right mm-hmm. now. You can actually just be still. You know what it's like? In this, in this task or something. You can just be to bring it full circle, it's like clearing off your countertops. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, you know what? Life is pretty active and loud and messy and there's a lot going on. And we're actually able to clean up faster and handle that better when there's not a ton of other stuff to like work around. Mm-hmm. So like giving yourself silence, like doing dishes and just silence without music on or without a podcast on. Of course, Keep listening to Homemaker Sheet. Keep listening to Homemaker Sheet. <laughs> but no, you have the, you have a, I have a couple things, but I'm talking about just like this constant. The constant. Because, totally. because I can, I do. Right. I'm filling. Right. So even music, I listen to mostly classical music these Same. days. Or mostly or classical. Jazz. Yeah, but it's mostly okay. that I kind of, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's great because you're growing and changing as a person. You're allowed to do that. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine that. I liked it when I liked you when liked you, you were when you were poor. Oh, did you? Did you? When you didn't have a dishwasher. <laughs> I liked you. you were more relatable, Shay, when you didn't have Listen, a dishwasher. Listen, this whole relatable nonsense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't I don't understand why anybody having Having or not having something makes them more or less relatable. As if you, like, like if we were talking about somebody really wealthy, as if they, they've lost their humanity because they have, they have means or something. I don't, I don't get that. Why, why does means or lack of means make you relatable? To put it crassly, it. everybody poops. I don't have to, like, show you my dirty laundry for you to be like, oh, you're relatable. It's like every human creates dirty laundry. Every Mm -hmm. human poops. Every human deals with good days and bad days and good thoughts and bad thoughts and difficult. Every human. So, like, you need that person who's saying, oh, I need you to be relatable like this or this person's more relatable. You need, that person needs to have a better, solider view of what humanity is. To realize that everybody is human. Mm-hmm. Because humans make mistakes. Humans change their minds. Humans grow. Humans get dirty. Humans get clean. Like, that's what being a human is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's, an odd, it's an odd paradox to be in. Because you know what I don't want to see pictures of? is other people's dirty laundry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's like kind of a can of worms as a content creator, the relatable aspect, because it, because you know how it is. You and I show a pile of junk on our floor. We show the Nerf bullets and the dust bunnies, and people like that. They find that relatable. Right. But of course our house gets dirty. Do we have to show that to be relatable? Do people think our houses don't get dirty? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they I'm sure they do. I'm sure they know they get dirty. Um I like me as a creator, content creator, if I have to use those words, I I just do it every once in a while because I want to. Not because I want to be relatable, but for the most part I want to show pretty things. Not because I because I because I do have dust bunnies. I would rather show something pretty. You know? Cuz my toilets do need to get cleaned every other day. I would rather show yeah. something pretty. All yeah. right, let's talk about that next week. Let's come back and let's okay. talk about creativity. You and I have both kind of invested in in putting our hand to some new creative ventures and concentrating on some. And I think, you know, we don't talk too much about what goes on behind the scenes in terms of being content creators, but we're both bloggers and writers and YouTubers and mm-hmm. There's, there is a lot that goes on there. I think it would be an interesting conversation. But would it be relatable? Oh, so I'm just kidding. All right, Lee. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, check out the uh, Homemaker Chic Instagram feed because that's where you're going to have links to all the sponsors. Thank you to Toops. Thank you to Dry Farm, both who have been with us since day one. It's season 16. We're freestyling. There we go. We'll see you next week. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>